account Need no pennies to make the fan proud They see that we winning, they asking us how They paying the figure to figure it out In them KBA, shall we do this for the king? I love God but I don't play Don't want beef like Chick-fil-A In my bubble, in my space I'm a ball like NBA Y'all just do this for the pay Y'all we do this every day This not my kingdom This not my kingdom No, this is his Only for myself What's good, NMKBH Nation? Man, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Not My Kingdom But His podcast, where we bring in a guest to share how they came to know Christ and what that journey has looked like since they made the decision to know Christ. Today, we have a great guest, man, brother from way back from the high school days, one of my one of my good boys. And he's gone on to Georgetown. He does some, he's doing great things over there, man. I'm proud of him. Zach Dampier, how about you telling NMKBH Nation a little bit about yourself? Uh, everybody, if you don't know me, my name is Zach Dampier. Uh, I went to high school at Danville High School, so I was next county over from D. But yeah, we had we had a lot of fun on the camp circuit, putting in a lot of work over the summer days, running routes and everything. But we only got to play together on, on one All Star game. But I think we both liked it, even though it was like ten degrees. Man. It, it was just nice to be on the same field for once, even though it sure was. But uh, like you said, yeah, I'm at Georgetown College now. I'm a senior. I'm a marketing student quarterback on the team so finishing out my degree finishing out my playing career all that good stuff and get ready to get into the uh, real world so we'll see how that treats me in the next couple of years or so yeah we right around the corner from the real world what's um what are you kind of thinking you're about to you're gonna do or leaning towards career-wise what you thinking on that uh yeah so where I'm a marketing major I actually got really lucky because my uh, cousin she got involved with a really well ran a marketing company and she worked her way up those ranks and actually just got named the CEO of it over the summer. So, and uh, she, she was living in Amsterdam and then over winter break this past uh, winter, she decided she wanted to move back to Devil. And so she found an apartment with a little, almost like a shed that we're going to make our office because everybody works from home basically. So we'll have that place to come together for meetings and all that. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun to be able to work with her and especially being in the industry that I wanted to be in to begin with. It was definitely, I mean, it's definitely a God thing to be able to find a connection like that, especially being able to work with family and not have to worry about trying to find a job out of school. Yeah, man, that's huge. I'm, I'm super happy for you. And I know you're going to be successful in that role and whatever else comes from it, man. Now let's hop right into the question that we love to talk about here at NMKBH. When did you get to know Christ and what, what was that moment like for you? Yeah, so obviously, uh, I mean, my parents had me growing up around the church. So I was always around it and seeing it and all that. But I really, I have two different stories where I really had like my, wow, like God's real, like Jesus is real. And I tell my first one, this was whenever I was young and it really, it really sounds like I'm young and it sounds real childish, but it, it meant the world to me at the moment. So uh, whenever I was younger, I used to always go out in the backyard and me and my dad, he'd hit me like pop-ups for baseball. He hit me pop-ups and grounders. And that was, that was what I did every day. And I, like, I loved it so much. It was so much fun. And I thought my backyard was huge. So I felt like I was running all over the place. <laughs> so it got to that time and it started raining. And I was like, man, like I, I want to go out and play. Like I'm ready to go. And so I looked at my dad and I was like, listen, because I have like a little shed in my backyard too. It's about halfway between my, like the big part of my yard and the back door. So I'm like, listen, if we run 
to the shed and then just sit there, the rain will end up going away and then we'll be able, you, you'll be able to hit me with the pop-ups. Granted, like it literally just started raining. Like it did not, it looked like it was going to rain the rest of the day. And the shed's probably no taller than five foot. So like he's going to have to duck. I was barely <laughs> And I was like, all right, one, two, three, and took off running. And he, he left me out to dry. I ran to the shed and he didn't. So I was like, I was like, come on. He's like, no, it's, it's going to rain. So then I was sitting there. I just prayed. I was like, I was like, God, please just let this rain go away. I, I want to play. I, I want to be able to throw baseball with my dad. And I swear, it was like 30 seconds later, like it cleared up and it was sunny. I went to the house. I said, let's go. Let's go. It's time. And so, I mean, that was my story for the longest. And like, like I said, like it's childish and it's funny, but like, I mean, it's, it's real. It's but, real, man. But the biggest one to me at this point was actually in my uh, my senior year of high school, going through the uh, college recruitment circuit. Mm-hmm. Which I, I mean, I know you remember, it's crazy going crazy. everywhere. And so I had a trip coming up to uh, Indiana. I was going to Franklin where Coach Yeast was at. Yeah. And you already know, I mean, he was like, he was like a second father to me because his son, Russ, grew up in the neighborhood, your cousin. And I mean, we, like, we were inseparable. Like, every day after school, he came over to my house and we just hung out. So we were going up there and he was the head coach. So it was going to be really hard for me to say no because, I mean, that's basically somebody that I've known my whole life. So somebody I'm really comfortable with as opposed to, like, meeting all these new coaches and everything. And so, I mean, I went up there. It was snowing a little bit. So, I mean, that also kind of steered me away because I don't like the cold. So it was a whole bunch of little things like that that made me realize that's not where I want to go. But went up there, talked to him. But, yeah, I mean, he was working me through the film and everything. And I was just like, you know, I mean, this this is comfortable. Like, I've already known him. We have a good relationship. I feel like this might be where I want to go. And, I mean, they were really good at the time, too. So that went well. And then I was driving back home. It was me and my mom. And I should have been good gas-wise to at least get to Mercer County because you go going out like through Louisville and everything. So you go through Mercer to get yeah, to Danville. Yeah. So I was like, I'll get close to the house and get gas. But we literally just get through Louisville and I looked down and my gas light was on for no reason. Well, not for no reason, just out of nowhere. I didn't know why. I was like, I swear I got enough gas. So I don't know what's going on. But so then we had to find a gas station pull over, get gas, all that good stuff. And it's nighttime at that point, and it's raining hard. And so get gas, get back on road. And literally, like, five or ten minutes later, I'm driving, and there's this huge strip of road with, like, not a pothole, but, like, literally the entire, like, right side, the line on the road was just, like, stripped bare, and it was a big ditch. So I was driving, and it was raining, so I didn't really see – and I hit it. And so whenever I went to turn left to jerk out of it, I turned way too far left and started hydroplaning. So then I'll try to correct, went back. And I, mean, I was just fishtailing back and forth between the lanes on the road. And it was usually a busy road. But yeah, so fishtail, fishtail. Then I ended up spinning three or four times. And then like those silver guardrails on the road, I mean, they, you know, they look flimsy, like they're not really going to do anything. I, I mean, I literally drove my little, it's like a compact SUV type thing. I literally drove it like straight into the rail and it just bent a little bit, but it held. And I mean, there was a big drop off right there. So it bent and held and then spun me back around. And then I was literally uh, sitting like perpendicular in the road, like the front of my car is in the left lane, the back of my car is in the right lane. But so right when I wrecked and for like the next 10, 15 minutes, there was literally like not a single car 
on that road. Man. So it was just like, if I didn't have to stop and get gas, like I bet that road was going to be busy. Like if I had to, like everything, it's just, if I did this, if I did that, I mean, even if I did everything the exact same and then hit that rail and then the rail broke and I went in that ditch, like what were we going to do? And it was just a crazy experience. Like woke up the next day, barely any, like barely sore. Like it felt like a practice where I didn't even get hit. It didn't even feel like a game or anything like that. But for me and my mom to both walk out of that, just like perfectly fine. It uh, meant a lot for me. And so obviously I felt like there had to be a God thing. And it was also him kind of telling me everything might seem right up there, but it might not be what's meant for you. Even though, I mean, that could be a really broad, like overreach or anything, just like it coming on, a tri on the trip home. I was like, you know, maybe, maybe that's not what I need to do. So I kind of stepped back and took a look at some more things. And obviously I ended up not going there, but yeah, I mean, that's my, that's my big, story of like how I knew for sure that uh, God was real coming. He definitely took care of me. He just popped the front of my car off. I, mean, I still drive the same car, it literally just popped like the front bumper. So it took a little bit of time to get it working again, but it's back in action. And now I got like a, the faith of the world in it because it went through all that, it can do it again. Man, that's so amazing because it just shows how God really is our protector, man. Like, and we take it for granted all the trips that we make on a regular basis and he protects us every single time. Like you said, that Louisville road, traffic in Louisville be different. So you know that road probably would have been fat. But God was like, nope, I can't lose this one today. And made sure it was clear for you. Like, God's so good. Man, would you mind telling us what um, what living for Christ has looked like while being a college athlete? Um, while playing on the football team, you know, the, the most loved team at most schools and everyone be knowing you and things like that. So how have you been able to keep Christ your priority? Yeah, I mean, I think with that, it also kind of dives into uh, like, uh, we had talked earlier how you said you were going to ask about advice for your younger self. I think along with that, you just got to, you really got to stay true to who you are, like stay true to yourself especially going into college, going into any new environment. If you're like transferring in somewhere, a new job, anything, I mean, it's easy to try to find a click, try to find some niche and fit in by any means possible because you just want to feel accepted. And obviously that's not always going to happen. And I mean, everybody has their moments where they do something they're not proud of because this reason or that reason. But at the end of the day, I think if I could look back at my younger self, I'd really just tell them, be who you are like you're great by yourself you know what's going on in the world have faith where you need to have faith and make sure you trust from the right people and having the right role models that's good my brother that's role models and trusting in the right people is a that that's a huge thing we need i was listening to this podcast today and i can't think of the name of it for the life of me but when you said that he made an analogy of a thermostat and he was like, when you when you surround yourself with people that are at higher uh, that are at higher temperatures, you're gonna naturally get higher and, and go to what they are. And when you got people with lower ones, you're gonna cool off and be thinking you can take a take a chill pill and be doing all this. You always gotta have people you look up to that are going to where you want to go. Those are the people you need to look up to. So I, I really like I really like that you said that. Man, thank you for um, sharing your story with us. You got any last words before we before I throw the challenge in MKBH Nation? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right, man. I appreciate you so much.
Uh, Men in KBH Nation, you know what it is? It's time. It's challenge time. And one thing I want to, one thing I really love about what he said was that first story we talked about when he was a kid and he wanted to throw ball with his dad, catch the pop-up, stuff like that. But it was raining. And, you know, Paul says we have to get a childlike faith again. So what did he naturally do? He prayed in that time, like, God, please take the rain away. My challenge and really my question to you is when things are in the way, do you naturally pray, God, please take this obstacle out of my way? That's what Paul's talking about when he says we have to have that childlike faith. We have to really believe that God is going to move the things out of our lives that we need in order to pursue him. So I challenge you to be like young Zach. And whenever it's raining on your plans and things are going on, just sit there and pray and say, God, remove this so I can do your will. And that's the key. So you can do his will, not so you can do what you want to do. Childlike faith, man. Again, we thank you, Zach, for sharing. Uh, I'm, I'm touched by it. I know NMKBH Nation will be moved by it. I really do appreciate you. Um, NMKBH Nation, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Yeah. We hope you have a great yeah. week. NMKBH. We love you guys. NMKBH. Yeah, NMKBH.